Mm-hmm. They went like 62 and what? Uh, 62 and 20. 62 and 20. Oh, Jesus, Andy. Come on. The math is simple for that. <laughs> Jeez. Grayson Allen was dropped off by the fucking Memphis Grizzlies, and I forgot he was even not on the team. I love Giannis, but I don't like watching the Bucks play basketball. It's it's ugly basketball. Julius Randle, stupid ass, probably. That's that's harsh. Who who looked like he phoned it in? I I that was way that was harsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Ju- <laughs> Julius <laughs> Doc Rivers, um, bum. I just asked the question. Um, interested to see who the new best player in the world is in a month. Tatum, Luca, book. It's still, it's still Giannis. Stop. No, no, no. Don't fool yourselves. Don't fool yourselves, man. Come on. I, I, I do love that tweet though because I know that's. I, I, I wonder if they're serious or if they're playing with. The they're, they're we... serious because a lot of people don't like the fact that Giannis is the best player in the league. Okay, because part of me look. I at first I thought, oh, that's a joke because. Clearly, it's Yon. I, I, me see, okay, maybe that's just me mm-hmm. thinking that, hey, Giannis is actually the best, and it's funny that you guys think someone else is. You know, I mean, Luca, are you telling me Luca who can't play any defense uh, to a point where it's like, it's 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 almost. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to say pathetic. It's just like holy shit. Talk about extreme. Oh no, he just he. Jason Kidd tells him, hey, get on offense, do a bunch of shit, and don't do anything on defense. Don't worry about it. We'll put four people out there that can't play defense and hope it protects you. Which, and when you play against a team that's not a – oh, I see that. When you when you play against a team that's not – well, the Suns have a lot of good offensive options. They've done a great They're job. Not bad. I mean, the, the – the, oh. the... I was, I mean, I, I, obviously they're not bad. They they they, mm, they went like sixty two and what? Uh, sixty two and twenty. Sixty two and twenty. Oh Jesus, Andy! Come on, the math is simple for that. <laughs> Jeez, it's it's not even like the most complicated math. Uh, real quick, this oh, is the shit. beers and ball, uh, balls podcast. Uh, you see, can't get any of this stuff right. Uh, I am your host, uh, Anthony F. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Daryl. Uh, before Go. that. Before we get to our handles and all that, I do want to say that uh, moving forward, uh, Cheese will not be around, uh, not permanently. I talked to him today uh, and he said that, uh, you know, he's just taking a little bit of a leave of absence, but he will come back to the podcast soon, eventually. Uh, by then, who knows? It might have a different name, you know, but uh, you can follow me at uh, born to run underscore 19 and Daryl, where can they follow you? 3Ds1J on Twitter and the Coaches Challenge on Twitch. So real quick, before we get back into that, all of that stuff, uh, did you see that tweet that Field Yates put out? Uh, when was it? So it was just a little while ago after the game, but th- this stat is just mind-blowing when you think about it, um, mm-hmm. or at least what he was saying. So his tweet is, an insane stat just shared by Mike Breen is, the Celtics will now play in their 37th Eastern Conference Finals. They will now have played in exactly half of the Eastern Conference Finals Damn. ever. That is insane. Hell of a half. white supremacist dynasty right there, man. <laughs> Daryl, Fuck, I hate the Celtics, man. God damn, man. But it is inc- it's <sighs> funny because I, I, hate, it, I hate the Celtics, but I, I love Larry Bird. 
but I hate the organization. Like, I hate that team. <laughs> but I have a soft spot for that weird three, that weird see, 80s team. Here's, here's the weird thing. I like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jones and all that, you know, coaching. But, you know. Oh, yeah. But I love Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I just, I hate the Celtics as an organization. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yes, Although I don't know if I like Marcus Smart. I don't, I don't. I'm pretty, I, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm yeah. pretty comfortable in, with saying that I do not like uh, Marcus <laughs> Smart. But so real quick, uh, I, I should say that we kind of are coming right off of watching game seven. So it's very fresh in our minds. The, the absolute disaster that of a game that it was for the, for the bucks, because that was embarrassing. That was genuinely and truly embarrassing. The performance that they put out there uh, going into hey. the half. Giannis was like, uh, I think he had 17, 12, mm-hmm. and I want to say seven. Uh, he was dude was knocking on a triple double at by the half, right? Mm-hmm. Daryl, how did he do for the rest of the game? If he started off in the first half, I think he started the game was a six for seven, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, if he started the game six for seven, he ended the game four for 19. If that is the case, oh. um, yeah. And I, I'm looking at the box score. I mean, you can see why. I mean, it's like I said, Boston did what Boston Boston basically went back to the strategy that Miami used back in 2020. And I think was it Toronto used in 2019? Did they knock yeah. the Bucks out of the playoffs? Yeah. Was they built a wall and told Giannis, you're not getting to the pain anymore. Unless you run through us and you're going to pick up a foul. We're going to force Brooke Lopez. He's going to force you to take jump shots. So we're going to force Brooke Lopez. Um, it was Chris Middleton, then Drew Holiday now. Um, yeah. And these other guys to beat you. And they and the Bucks do not have the bench. They don't have the depth to win these games. And, you know, I know this is some homer shit. And I'm standing by the fact that it's some homer shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. I'm You cannot use the excuse that... You just couldn't find the guys that were playable in the playoffs when the Heat are running. Uh, let, let's, let me make sure I get the right numbers right. Miami last played on the 12th. Damn, it's been a while. They had a good bit of rest. Um, Miami Heat. Let's see Here's, the last game of the 76ers. Uh, go ahead. Oh, So it's this problem that you're talking about with the Celtics where it's the same problem where you, that, that you look at or the Celtics with the Bucks. granted not to the same degree, uh, that that – that the 76ers have where when you look at their team and how it's built that roster, you realize all of the talent, all of the quality, all of the, all of the people, all of your minutes are at the top at the mm-hmm. very, obviously that's how it is with all rosters, but to the, it's, it, it's, it's just not balanced. There There's is no back no, in development. And it's my problem. Exactly. Like two of the, two of the five starters for Miami were playing in the G league two years ago. Mm-hmm. Caleb mm-hmm. Martin, was almost not even on a roster. He barely even played their last game. But just to make the point, Duncan Robinson, a G League player, like there, there is no reason why Miami is coming into the playoffs as the one seed with two G League players, mm-hmm. and these other teams aren't developing. That was a terrible throw. I y'all have to excuse me. I was watching the USFL game. That was just <laughs> awful. But oh, shit, that's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, but you cannot, you cannot legit like I'm, I'm like, and like I said, I know this is some homer shit, but you have teams like Miami that are running 
guys from the G, or you even look at the Warriors right well, now. The, the the Warriors, even even the Suns, uh, who when you look at them, and what I mean by the Sun by the Suns is in terms of depth, it's like they they with the Bucks, all of their offense, all of their playmaking comes from Giannis and uh, occasionally uh, Middleton. Middleton's not there, so. And maybe Drew honest. on an off and, and maybe Drew, but we know that he is more of a defensive, you know, that's just not what he does, I guess. But, man, it, it, with Miami, at the very least, it's spread out. It, it, with with Phoenix, it, at the very least, you they have Aiton and they have Booker and they have – Paul and on a on a good night, Jay Crowder will get hot. So the point is, is that there's mul- all the Golden State, all of these teams have multiple ways to attack you, you know. And the Bucks don't have that. And and last year was such an anomaly because Chris because Middleton did not play Grace well until Game Three of the Finals, but him and Jeez. him and Drew Holiday were terrible. But that was what and opened the game up for them. In the well, he doesn't even he. That, don't but you get my point though. They, they, those are yeah. wasted roster spots, and, and it's I, like I'm sure there's. But, I, I don't know what value they get out of Grayson Allen. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. There's nothing to get out of him. Who the fuck? Grayson Allen was dropped off by the fucking Memphis Grizzlies, and I forgot he was even not on the team. But here's the thing that that for some reason the Bucks, I don't know why they just seem like they really want him on their roster because everybody every team thinks he can be a good glue player. But it's like, but he's not even, but he's not like, that's the other thing. He's not even good at that. Like, that's the part that, that throws me off is that it, it's just, man, none of it makes sense. I don't know if they let PJ Tucker walk or if PJ Tucker left on his own. But what do you think about Bobby Portis? Bobby is good, but Bobby shouldn't be your third scoring <clears throat> option. Mm-hmm. He should and he shouldn't be your six man. I was gonna say it, it, yeah, okay. And it's and that's just that's why trading Divincenzo is so crazy to me because you're you're basically asking Grayson Allen and Dante Divincenzo, I mean Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton to step into that role. And I know I'm not saying that because they're all three of them white guys. What I'm saying no, is that they have Dante Divincenzo was the big three and D guy, and I know he got hurt a lot, mm-hmm. but he was another body that was healthy at the end of the year that you could have used in this playoff series. I don't, I don't even would know. Come in handy at. right now, like so badly right now. Let me look at, let me look at the books and see the roster. Cause, cause uh, I don't even know who they got back in that trade, but, but when is giving up what they gave up, just, it just didn't equal out. Oh, and it doesn't improve the roster. Serge Ibaka has not played. Uh, I did Wesley not Matthews know that he was involved. Was washed in up. Jordan Nawara, you didn't even play him. <clears throat> Rajon Tucker, not ready yet. Probably won't ever be ready. I don't think he's that good. Luca uh, Vidoza, uh, Vildoza, not good. Lindell Wigington, not good. You have all of these guys on your team that just you have not developed. Bud is not a good development coach. He he is he just doesn't have it. And at the end of the day, if you look at the you look at the Celtics, what they literally what they just did a couple oh, of minutes ago. Yes. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. Peyton how Pritchard. Ma- how, ma- is how many step step back threes. How many? Because he hit multiple. Multiple. I can, even go, I can go even further. Uh Peyton Pritchard. Derek White has been ass all year. That's neither here nor there. Daniel that Tice. A, hey, that was a good move for us. 
actually the the Celtics basically ran a, a seven man <laughs> rotation. Mm-hmm. They didn't even go deep into their bench. Grant Williams, but no, but, but to, the guys to that my they point, have, the, there was a there's a quality and, and exactly to your point, these guys are at the very least good enough to get things done when they need to. Grant Williams, yeah, is a serviceable player. Seven was it seven of seventeen? It was seven of eighteen from three? Seven point of eighteen nine. from three point. I mean, yeah. that's not the guy you expect to beat you on any night. But see, you need guys but, that you don't expect to beat you and, to step up. And that's what the Bucks don't have right now. And I, and I know Middleton going down, I pushed, I'm assuming, yeah, that pushed Wesley Matthews into the lineup, and you don't want that. But when you're going one for 11 between Wesley Matthews and Grayson Allen, you cannot win. Yep. You can't beat a team like the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Because they have guys that can beat you in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who and, didn't yeah. even have that good of games today. I mean, they had good Good games, but it was nothing spectacular. No, but but it's it's a crazy world where it was Williams and Pritchard who felt like they were the end of the game. They iced the fucking yeah, game. Yeah, they quarter. iced the game, which is not again. These are not the guys you expect, and those are the guys. It's like um, it's like having Robert Ori on your team. You know, it's like is he? What's the what's the what's the best way to to, to put this without? Robert Ori is the most he he is the most opportunistic yes he's edge same but vein. without the greatness he is the most he is the quintessential role play uh, that, that's my problem Milwaukee that dude, that dude uh, he had, he won he won money in the bank seven times <laughs> oh no 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 I'm talking about uh oh, oh, Ori. Uh, that's Robert Ori. oh yeah 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 he yeah. won it seven times and but, cashed in every time when you look at this Bucks team, it's and I don't think they it's even a thing. That. Who is their Robert Ori? Outside of Chris one. Middleton, they don't have a legitimate scoring threat. Drew Holiday mm-hmm. is he can score, but it takes time <clears throat> for him to score with well is serviceable. And at that point, you're being inefficient. Well, that and a team like the Celtics is gonna have an answer for Giannis because they they have athletic big guys, you know. And they Drew's have dudes. a knockdown three-point shooter either. That's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Like so, I mean, essentially, what the, what what the Bucks need is they need shooters. They need yep. they need shooters. If, if it all boils, it boils down to the one thing that the NBA lives or dies by nowadays, which is shooting. Like, but even but there's my problem. Even if they have shooters, the shooters aren't going to get open consistently unless teams are letting Giannis get to the paint mm-hmm. because so, Bud does not run any sets. So then, it's it's a, this is it's funny because it, it it there's so many interwoven threads here to mm-hmm. what like the real what the problem with the butt with the bucks is and he's part of it he's part oh, of no it. he's a major doubt. part of it he's got i mean unfortunately Giannis winning them a title last year uh Giannis oh, saved his job. Winning them, it saved exactly it saved his job and now they're i mean they're as committed as any professional team will be so more than likely they're gonna give him a year but this gate another year but personally Give him the boot, man. Give him the boot. Bring in someone who's creative. Oh, you know, man, he's going to get the most just, out of Giannis. Such a, he's just, this dude is not an inspired hire at all, you know? He's one of those guys who's just very boring. I, I feel like it, it's, um this This is what I was, I remember tweeting this last year. They're probably still there, these tweets. It, it was about the Bucks and mm. how... I love Giannis, but I don't like watching the Bucks play basketball. 
It's it's ugly basketball. I, and it's not ugly like scrappy. It's ugly, just ugly. There's no cohesion. There's no there's no, no rhythm. Exactly. Their whole offense is predicated off of Giannis being Giannis. There is there is everything starts and stops in the offense with Giannis. And while Giannis is a great player, the Warriors don't go to shit just because Steph Curry has a bad game. Mm-hmm. He's had plenty of bad games. <clears throat> Not plenty. You know what? I, he had a cold streak. No, no. Streak he, he doesn't have to. In other words, he doesn't have to put the team on his back and carry it every single every, night. Everything him. doesn't have to run through Steph. Yes. Because they're create because Steve Kerr, they, they run, they're creative with with what they do. They don't just do. They're not one dimensional. Also, they just do a really fucking good job of of of. They've done an excellent job of putting together that roster. Oh hell yeah, no I mean, doubt. It is it is it is impressive. I I hate the Warriors, but it is extremely impressive to see what they've done over the last few years. Mm-hmm the transition from the from the kevin durant you know warriors and even building that team up like mm-hmm. which and like i said and and you know the lakers hiring mark jackson i give mark jackson credit for building the warriors because at the end of the day none of that happens without mark jackson you think you think mark it's jackson's just, gonna end up in the it, it would end up happening again he builds the team and then they just eventually find a reason or he opens his mouth enough that he gets fired. well you know, as an NBA head coach who's an ambassador of like one of the most popular sports in the world, mm-hmm. saying that gay people aren't allowed in your locker room will probably get your job axed, but point. that's just me. Um, no, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, it's just, and then in LA too. Ugh. Oh, I which know. I mean, you was in San Francisco. God, Oakland, it's just Boston. a city full of, of sinners. <laughs> you must hate it. You so it's just. It. So do do you think? Hey. I mean, okay. Like, here's the thing about. Uh, I, uh, actually, no. I don't want to get it. I don't want to talk about the Lakers. Oh, I do not no. want to talk about the Lakers because Genie <laughs> Bus drives. We know what we're gonna talk about the Lakers real quick. Because did you? I think we talked about it where that that Bill. Bla- I think I mentioned it to you where she s- sat down with Bill Plaschke about how in that interview Bill was hiring the coach of Alfred. Oh, she was. She was. Table. Yes, uh, she was just talking about. Uh, her inner circle of Kurt Rambis and Phil and Kurt Rambis's wife, who I'm like, what oh, the man. fuck is she doing? It is making, not like it is not 2001 anymore, man. Well, here's the thing: even on. in 2001, it to me it's shocking that an organization could be run in that style. But the thing was is that that their dad wasn't letting 90 percent of the shit that's going there on now go yeah. on back then. It's like uh, it's like that whole th- that whole thing where um, you know made that with Vince Russo how after he left WWF he literally dude was just it was carte blanche do what you want no fucking mm. like there was no filter and then you you wonder well how did how did he, how did he do well well because at the end of the day it all funneled up to one person and that person decided you know had control of the uh, of of the thing with you know with Vince. That's mm-hmm. what this thing. That's what they're missing out. It's like Jeannie Bus is, yeah, she's and I she's say nice. in quotations. Well, she's the 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 person at the top, but the pro that's the problem. And I don't even know. If it's nice. I I think it's just I don't know. I yeah no, you're right. Maybe she's no, just too she's too nice. nice. You know? She lets too many people get away. Mm-hmm. Rob Palenka should no longer be the GM of the Lakers. No, he 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 did the job that you decade. needed him to do by trading. For AD and getting a championship, mm-hmm. but that How much team did they give up for that peaked 
at that because now you because I mean the thought could be, hey, what if they traded for another big man that was healthier, younger, and you didn't have to give up as many draft picks or whatever the case may be. Now you're in a situation where you missed the playoffs, so you're gonna be in the lottery, you're not getting your draft pick. That's going to the Pelicans who are direct competition with them now because with Zion coming back next season, that's going to be a 51 team. I'm making that proclamation right now if he can stay healthy. Um, you you have to deal with the fact that AD doesn't want to play center, which is a problem because you can't pay anybody in this market this year that's going to make a substantial impact at the five. That's been their problem, bringing in guys like DeAndre Jordan, Andre Drummond, uh, old Dwight Howard. JaVale McGee was good, but they let him walk. Um, you know, I'm, this is the thing that drives me nuts about, about the Anthony Davis trade mm-hmm. is they, if for me, and maybe this is why I wouldn't be a good GM, but I would wait out that contract. I would not make a trade. I would have never traded for him. Well, because here's the thing, because here's the thing you're mm-hmm. mortgaging your future because and then and you know what actually let me let me let me step back and and revert and and just what was i gonna say let me let me uh (laughs) yeah um but you know what they if you if if that's the if that's the logic anthony then you would have never signed lebron well well, that's my that's that's actually what i was i was gonna flip it and say Mm -hmm. fine i would have done the ad thing but i wouldn't have done the lebron thing because of what you were giving up for that because now look at what you left you were left with and you know what maybe i'll take a second step back and say fine do the lebron thing but the the real the real the the fireable the fireable offense daryl the unforgivable fireable offense is the bringing in of westbrook yeah that was that was giving in giving into lebron in that situation is unacceptable man look think of and it's and it sucked how how in the last dance they really went in on on what's his name GM Jerry um, oh uh, Ronsdorf Ron, it, it, uh, no no maybe not Jerry the other one the, the fucking GM who broke him apart oh Kraus Kraus uh, yeah yeah Kraus um mm-hmm. I didn't want to get it wrong uh but that dude was painted like he was an awful human being right mm. but. Those business moves he was making and telling telling Michael no to some Michael wanted to bring in I don't I'm sure you've heard of this like he wanted to bring in guys that he had played with in mm-hmm. North Carolina and and all that stuff I mean mm-hmm. that's that's where you as a as a as a person trying to win and build a a good team that's when you say no the problem with LeBron is that they that they don't ever say no. They never say no. And, and, and to be fair, and I know, and I also get that it doesn't help that part of that logic is the idea that that Westbrook is going to come in and take some of the time off for LeBron. That, but that didn't happen. I mean, that was, but even that, then, if they if they this, made though. the playoffs, if let's say LeBron was able to take thirty uh-huh. games off this season and they're still a playoff team, LeBron and 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 Russ do not fit no. on the court together. That's why they did not make the playoffs because yes. when they played together, they lost a lot. Well, that and, and we've seen it before, Daryl, that that just because Westbrook is is play is doing good things or has his great numbers, he's been on teams that don't win despite. It. They win in they they lose even with him. Like there's no guarantee that the Lakers were going to be good because he was an option either. But here's like, my thing. You know, it's just 
And I feel sorry for Russ in this sense. I do have my oh, criticisms yeah. of Russ, oh, yeah. but I feel like he was put in the most. And I said it when they Absolutely. traded him. If this season goes bad, he's going to be used as a scapegoat. Yes. When twenty, when twenty twenty one was the pure indication that this was going to happen. Adding Russ, I don't think made them any worse than they would have been because who would have been the starting point guard? Shit. So here's the and thing: Kendrick Nunn was hurt all you year, so I couldn't tell done. you who it was. But what they should have done is if you're going to. Tr- <laughs> with if Dennis you, Schroeder if you're but if you are going to do these if you're going to trade for a point guard if you're going to bring in guys like this to build around them you, bring in Kyle Lowry bring in other guys who their game isn't isn't Westbrook's game because Westbrook's game is not a game that is it's not a style that's conducive to winning I think I mentioned it to you where uh, there's that clip of Shaq on the sidelines. Oh, you're telling him to slow down. Yelling to slow down because because Westbrook has always always played at one speed. Like it's th- th- that it feels like he never lets it. He just they he never settles down. Uh, oh, I'll go a step further. If you're gonna trade sure. Russ. If you're going to trade for us, don't trade your best damn perimeter defender and let Thank the you. other one walk and then get rid of a wing score. Mm-hmm. Who was who was shooting forty five percent from the field? Well, that and like Buddy Heels out there, and you need shooters. But but here's my thing: you any trade that they made was going to be stripping oh, no, their depth. Kuzma was great in Washington. Mm-hmm. They were tucking him off in the corner and telling him, "Hey, stand here and be a knockdown three point shooter." That's not his yeah. game. That's no, that's not what he does. And. <laughs> THC suffered that same fate because THC is a terrible three-point shooter and they were forcing him to be that when in reality his game is a more of you know get to the mid-range moving shot we've get to the paint and finish look at all of the players that have left the Lakers over the last few years and what they're doing and how good they are you know they may not be Hall of Fame good but they're, they're way better than Anything on the on the that the Lakers have beyond LeBron and AD? Shit, Julius Randle, stupid ass. Probably that's that's harsh. Julius Randle, who who looked like he phoned it in. I I that was way that was harsh as hell. Yeah, yeah. But Ju, Julius <laughs> Julius Randle looked like he phoned it in all year, and uh-huh. it's just like. But I think he would have been a better option than like have to li- actually no he would have been a terrible fit there no act no never mind yeah let's let let's Julie, leave Ju- him up. actually I'm gonna say it bro Julius Randall is he I, contract your hoops man that's that's all I can say bro and look I look yeah. I, I'm you know I get it you know no, hey look I, I know I don't people really need judge to... him but hey I'm just saying. It's looking a little rough for them, man. I, I'm interested to see what happens next year because he has a lot of money on the line. Which is, because, uh, mm. th- 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 that's something that that I, I think that you know, there's people who will knock it, but contracts, contract years are obviously like that's when shot that- 41% from the field this year and 30% from the three point line. <laughs> okay. well, oh, so it's funny how we totally the late see this is what happens when when the, the words lebron james mm-hmm. or lakers get uttered it just ends up you know nose diving into that topic because <laughs> well because there's so much wrong there like which and i also want to say with the knicks i kind of blame a lot of randall's issues on tibbs because tibbs is a terrible head coach and i stand by that um he is good enough 
to he is a good motivator. He he gets you to buy into his system, right? The He's problem a, with Tibbs's system is that it's it tires people out. It, they make people buy into that yes. that grit and grind system, but you can't be playing these dudes you 40, can't sustain 45 it. minutes in the regular season. And the, mm-hmm. that's why D Rose is so fucked up now. And he'll never yeah. and he'll never and nobody will ever say it. And D Rose won't say it because yeah. D Rose is you know good friends with them and all of that because yeah. you know how long they played he's played under him. But but that style ruined him. That style ruined him because he played too many minutes too early. Then mm-hmm. Tibbs never taught him how to land properly. Or no coach in there taught him how to land properly, which is the craziest shit to me. You know, you got this investment, the youngest MVP in NBA history, and you just don't teach him how to land on his fucking feet. Then you you, you just – Tibbs has to stop that shit. Yeah. He has to. And I don't think he will because he's too stuck in his way. Well, and also, I mean, run the dude, Baird into dude the is how old at this point? Tibbs is got to be in the sixties at this so, point. So, so okay. So, first of all, once you hit your thirty, once you hit thirty-five, that's who you are. That's who you are as a person. Okay, this dude has been. He's not changing his system, like oh, no. at all. I mean, it's not like it's not a Dan Quinn situation where Dan Quinn realized that his defense was outdated and was like, "Oh, I got to fix it." Right? No, this is a. I've been doing this for how many goddamn years? I'm not changing shit. But he isn't. But that's not. You haven't. And it's won. stupid. I know that that I get it. I, I agree with you. Like that's the mind blowing part. Is like he, you have nothing to show for it, other than what he is an assistant when he 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 was the assistant coach of the Celtics when they won a championship. Well, there you go. That's all and he's got. Like oh well, well you know I've got gold. I'm a gold medal coach. Think about how yes. many people are living off oh, of that I, goddamn Celtics team from 2008. Do you know why you are a gold medal coach, Tibbs? Because you've never been a head coach in the Olympics because you were not a good head coach. And I'm pretty sure those players probably would not want to play for you as their head coach. Because nobody is trying to get ran down in the Olympics because you want to play, you want to do two a day practices during the Olympics when it's supposed to be in the off season. Because the Olympics is practice for them. Yes. It's ridiculous. Just the, the things that he demands for the outcomes that he's gotten it just it just doesn't balance out. It, it, it would have. I've again. I've just. I've never been a, a fan of him as a head coach. He's just, no. He's he's, just, he's, he's an asshole. Good. He's an exactly. He's an asshole. He's not a like. I, he's not a bad coach. But people call, call, call you know that's gritty and grindy. No, it's just being a dick. He is he is good game plan because he has been an assistant coach for a championship team and yep. for gold medal teams. He's obviously yeah. a great game planner. He's obviously a great basketball mind but he should be the system guy he he fails at the at the the concept of resting people and caring about your players health and as a head coach if you don't care about that you're never going to win anything it's it's funny look at the difference between so here's an example look at look at the way greg popovich does it and look at the way he uh tibbs did it at the time well i mean they were the spurs were doing very well at the time that he was coaching the bulls and all that so Mm -hmm. um but pop is with that it's it's playing the long game it's a matter of it's a matter of sure the regular season fine all we have to do all we need to do is win enough games to get in because that that, then that's when it matters and it Mm -hmm. feels like with tibbs it's like the tibbs wanted to win every game and there's and again and i'm not saying that these that just because you you know you sit your players you don't want to win every game uh, or that you're not trying to win. But the point is, is that 
you have to you have to see beyond the single in the moment game that's happening and you know right now he's really to your point he's really good at the in the game you know what's happening now which is why he's not good at a head as a head coach he doesn't have that 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 it feels like he doesn't have the longer vision the the to 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 last a whole season because of the style that he wants to run man it's it just doesn't work mm-hmm. And here's the thing, because I'm looking, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page, because uh-huh. you know they always talk about like the player development and stuff. So man, this man has, uh, I, Kobe brought it up. Uh, Kobe, when Kobe was young, was first getting into the league. Tibbs helped him develop. Yao Ming, he traveled to China to work with Yao Ming to get him in shape and to get him ready for the NBA. Like he, a lot of players talk about, you know, uh, Joe Kim Noah. Everybody talks about how yeah. good of a developer and how much of an it, he he is the opposite of which that's weird of, of uh in the same breath you got cam reddish who i don't you know personally i don't think he's that good but cam reddish or i don't let me let me rephrase that i don't think cam reddish is as good as people think he's going to be but at the same time they weren't even giving him the chance to play this year like that and it's not like the knicks were fighting for something or that it would have hurt the knicks to let cam reddish get these minutes at the end of the game or put him in there in the middle of the game and see what he can do because a lot of times when you just step on the court, he was somewhat impressive. I mean, I mean, how are you ever going to find out if you don't, if you, if you just, if you don't try it, if you don't More, see? Another thing, there's yeah. other players. Uh, Obi Toppin didn't really get minutes yeah. until the end of the season. Started to play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm missing some people. I'm missing people. Uh, Quentin Grimes didn't really get minutes until the end of the year. Uh, Miles yeah. McBride, somebody else really didn't get that much minutes. Emmanuel quickly, his minutes were up and down. You got you got to stop fucking doing it. why why is why are we taking minutes away from these young guys with Julius Randle who clearly was was completely clocked out of the season? Obi Toppin should have got more minutes throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you, it, it, again, it's just uh, well, now we're talking about the Knicks. <laughs> what the fuck? When did this happen? God, you know what? That's, that's a good point. Um, to to I, it just, well, I had to back away for a second because I was looking at I was looking at Cam Reddish here on on mm. my thing, and I'm like, he's wearing a Knicks uniform. I mean, I know he's a Nick, but it just really hit me. I'm like, we're talking about the Knicks while there's well, playoffs going on. What? Yeah, I mean, because it's just that low period between the last game, the it one is. coming on at eight. Well, but eight you know what? We haven't talked about. We haven't. We never got a chance to get together to talk about one specific thing, though. What? And that was the 76ers. <laughs> because I am loving it. You know, you know I'm off the wall happy about this one. You know, Doc Rivers. Um bum. It was so funny sorry, seeing call him, a bum him, all the time. him yelling on the sideline oh. and trying to get his players to care. Because that that's half the battle with Philly, is half these dudes just play like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Your your star player came back a month early from a broken face, a concussion, and a torn ligament in his thumb. The man is going to be. That man might not even. He probably he'll probably play starting next season, but he might not. He might miss the but, first couple of weeks of the season because I don't know how bad that thumb is, and it probably got worse. Well, no, you can't retear that, so yeah, he'll probably be back before the season starts. But it, it's it's just when he's going out there and he's trying his hardest against what. Many and me included would consider the best defender in the NBA. 
somebody else has to fucking step up. And I know Miami's defense is amazing, but but there were holes in that defense, and they exposed them in game three and four, which in Kyle Lowry shouldn't have been on the court. But regardless, it happened, whatever. Um, but you've exposed those weaknesses before. But when James Harden is going 0 for 1, 0 for 2 in the second half of a game, when he's getting paid a, oh. almost he's getting paid $47 million next year, Anthony. Darryl, and that's, and a, that's the player. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh just it's just irony in, in the fact that uh, they brought in James Harden because Ben Simmons couldn't come up big for them last year. James Harden did the exact same thing Ben Simmons did for them. And then for Doc Rivers to throw with, oh, with him, see? I get did it. See? Would you be in frustrated afterwards? Yes. Okay. He thinks he, he thinks he can do no wrong. It was yeah. when he was, when they went down 2-0, he was talking people. No, when he went down three, when he was up 3-0 in that series and they, it got the 3-2. You remember him? Oh, it got the three three. You remember him talking about uh, everybody was asking about all the three one leads you've blown in yep. the playoffs, and he was saying, "Oh well, those teams that I played, I bro, you had, you had T Mac mm-hmm. team in Orlando in a league <laughs> where there weren't many powerful duos and couldn't get out of the first round." He had Lob City, and that was an immensely talented team. Like they were really, you had Chris Paul Bla- in his prime, Blake Griffin, Anthony, and, and, and he had in his prime DeAndre Jordan. A good head coach offensively wouldn't have had Ben Simmons running the point if he knew Ben Simmons couldn't shoot. Thank you. That's my issue Thank with the you. Ben Simmons discourse. I get Thank it. Thank you. But you forced Ben Simmons into being a playmaker. You took all of his mm-hmm. aggressiveness away from him when you know he couldn't shoot. Ben Simmons mm-hmm. couldn't drive that often because you were making it, it, him come from the three-point line all the time. Teams were walling him off, which allowed him to be a better playmaker. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when it was time for him to score, he just had no sense of what to do because you developed him into this guy that whose only objective was to fucking pass. You ruined his career, just like they tried to do to Markel Fultz by trying to force him to play when his nerve went dead in the shoulder. There is a constant problem with Philly from a leadership perspective, whether it was Sam Hinkie and the tank shit, whether it was Elton Brand coming in and doing all the stupid shit he did by giving Tobias Harris that oh money. My God. Okay, that, we have to talk about that contract. We have to talk about Tobias Harris. With the mismanagement of Jimmy crap. Butler, choosing Bruce Brown over Jimmy Butler, all the dumb shit that they have done over the last couple of years has led to this. That tank was for nothing because two of your, your top picks in, in Joel, uh, in Jaleel Okafor was unplayable because he couldn't play defense. No one's Noel isn't on the team anymore. Joel Embiid can't stay healthy because he has to do too much, and you've done nothing to build a suitable roster around him. Ben Simmons is on the nets. Then y'all threw him under the bus. Come oh, to find out he has an actual back injury, which yeah. and I don't know why there was so much secrecy around that. I but. really hated I, – I really think – and this is one of those just uh, – I think it was a, a missed move by Ben and his people where it's mm-hmm. like don't don't even fucking hint at coming back and just – just Get the surgery. Just, just get the surgery as soon as – just get it so that people can – the discourse can stop. Yeah, but but anyways, that's neither here nor there. The other thing that, that – it that, it's so sweet to think about is what's Jimmy Butler done since he left the 76ers, Daryl? Uh, two Eastern Conference finals appearances and a finals appearance. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And if things work out well, another finals appearance. I mean, you and potentially cannot, a championship. You, you, were had the first him, team. you had him 
on the same roster as Embiid. And you, you, you had him. You had him. You had somebody who could legitimately. It's like when, when, they, when they let J.J. Redick walk. Where it's like you don't have you don't have a lot of room to be doing to be letting guys who bring some any kind of value to your team. You know what? It just Tyrese Maxey will probably be a great player. He is, but he isn't I ready he yet. No, he isn't well, ready no, yet. He needs to marinate a little bit more. But the problem is, is he he is going to have to be forced into a, this situation. Granted, and he might shine up his it, development. But that's what I was gonna say. But it could also affect where he's at. And in and it feels like that's the theme for a lot of this is just development because he's young. He's what twenty one. Yeah, I think I he's think only yeah he's only twenty one. Second year like, in the league. You've got him for years if you're smart. But look at the way you've handled Embiid. Like if he can't he can't go a season without getting injured. I I'm just it's it's gonna be very interesting next year to see where the team is at because I like I said you know <laughs> Tyrese Maxey isn't a good defender which is a big another big problem there because you're yeah. running a lineup with James Harden who can't play defense. No, um, Tyrese Maxey who's not a good defender. Um, Tobias Harris who's not a great defender. Joel Embiid, and I don't even know who their other big because I only called out what for. I think it was starting with Georges, it was starting Matisse Stavel, like, and he can't yes, shoot. I am, oh my god! Oh, and I see so many different fan bases on Twitter. Hey, trade for Matisse, trade for Matisse for what? Why you did you see what Miami did to him in games four and five? They were leaving that man so damn open. Mm-hmm. Disrespect, in other words, it's like. Well, sure, go the ahead. The man was open in a fucking sure. Taco Bell. Man, that sounds good. Bro, you, 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 you just, like, they, were just, they were just telling him, fuck you, Harold, shoot it. Real quick, did I tell you? So last night when I got home at like 4 a.m., my mm-hmm. roommate had a bis- uh, this place called, uh, I think it's Bird Bird Biscuits. Fucking great. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just like this bacon chicken biscuit. Half of it mm-hmm. ended up on the ground. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so mad. I ate half of it. It was great. It was warm. It was hot. And then it fucking fell. But that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to talk about that because the Taco Bell got me, you know, man, I'm hungry. Whew. Damn. Uh, I'm hungry. But, but anyways, you know who ran aside? You who? know who wasn't hungry? Uh, the fucking 76ers, apparently. At least, man. At least, it, oh, maybe, maybe, because, okay. Joel Embiid is the only player who, in that series, I felt like at times you're looking at and you're like, he's the only person who gives a fuck. But James Harden, that's the thing that pisses me off, though. James Harden had a good game one and two, and even had he had a good game three, and then he just disappeared. And I know his hamstring is fucked, but you cannot sit there and tell me that when it was fucked up last year and what was he doing oh you seen him out in france with little baby he out there he out mm-hmm. there in france how with little baby or he in the studio with meek mill and little baby or he mm-hmm. doing this and he's doing that oh he in the studio with little dirt he doing this and that i mean and i'm not questioning that man's dedication to basketball because it's not for me to speak on but what i'm saying is if you had a hamstring injury the best way to recover from that is to keep that weight off your body if you're playing basketball in the how about you just how about you just let it do it do what it's supposed to like just don't fucking put any extra stress on the goddamn thing. But he has to lose that weight at the same time, which is the problem now. Because mm-hmm. Harden, we have to remember, James Harden isn't 25 anymore. No, no, he's, he's not. He's 32. Oh, Daryl, I know. 
Okay. <laughs> I know what it's like to be 30. Although, although after the last doctor visit uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. I, I did learn that I am about close to 20 pounds lighter than I, or, than the last time. That my so, friends is Texas heat. And that's you. It was, it was, it was 90 degrees at 10 AM. What the hell, man? No, I was it. so mad when I walked out of the house and I, I started sweating. Fuck what that shit. Fuck. Absolutely not. So, it's May. It's supposed to be spring. Goddamn. Anyways, but back to the fucking 76ers. I, I, I want to bring up two things, two points on this. Uh, with Doc Rivers, with his, and I know I keep going to Doc Rivers, but goddamn it, I'm relishing in this. Uh, whenever, during that, during that, press conference when he started going on about you know that he knows what he does that he knows what he does for the team and that that for anybody to question that blah 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 and i'm like we of course we have every right to question because your track record shows us (laughs) that you that you consistently get to these points where you should win you're in the driver's seat you're in the position to move on and you don't you, you don't always fall short. And the only time it didn't happen is because you had four Hall of Famers on your roster. Four. It, at some point, you have to question that one ring. Man. Again, like I said earlier, so many people. Well, he had the fucking Avengers on his team. He had the fucking That's Avengers. I mean. That's why I'm telling you, Daryl, so many people are living off of that 2008 Celtics team. And I hate that team. I personally cannot stand that team. I hate it. Right? <sighs> Everything about that Celtics team, I cannot stand. They had, they had the, they had the, the non-title winning Avengers on that team together between Ray yes. Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Those all three people who were at the end of their primes, playing some of the best basketball of their careers at the right time. Not to discredit anything else to anybody else because they had Ray Jean Rondo. It was the 0708 season, right? Yes. But at the end of the day, so that's that's so. what Doc needed to win the title when he's faced <laughs> with a situation where, I mean, he even had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. So, so he's got he had win. Ray Allen, he obviously. Yeah, oh God, Glenn Davis. Huh? I mean, <laughs> shit, he had he had Kendrick Perkins. I mean, the big baby, big won. baby was decent at that time. He was a, and also, he was you know that big body. He he was a, he was an asset, but you know Rondo, you had Brian Scalabrini. Oh. Yeah, Gabe Pruitt. It, oh my God, it's just it's a weird PJ Brown. If it wasn't for that OA title, if it wasn't for that OA title, Doc wouldn't no. be a coach right now. But you know what's crazy is when you look at these when you because I'm looking at the assistants on there and it and like I said, motherfuckers are living off of the OA Celtics because Tibbetho Tibbetho's living off of them too. It's it, it, Kevin Eastman was an assistant coach there. Oh man, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I, this is something that Kaufman and I always fall into doing where we end up, we, we start looking at an old draft or we'll start mm. looking at a random ass roster just to see who was on this team this year. Cause like now I'm, now I'm curious, Daryl. Now I want to know who was on this roster before the year, right before, but um, let me actually, before, I'm gonna, let's look that up. Cause, cause I'm looking at it right here. So uh, first of all, Al Jefferson was on that team. Paul Pierce yeah, was, he yeah, was. there. Ray yeah. Allen was already there. Rondo was there. The only one who wasn't there was uh, was Garnett. Wally yep. Zerbiak was on that team. Yep. Delonte West. Yep. God, that's the name. 
Oh, they, they had they had a Ray Allen, announced. but it's it's oh, it's Allen Ray. That's what they had on the team. Allen Ray. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! I was I read that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So they so they hadn't brought in they hadn't brought in Ray Allen or uh, or Kevin Garnett. Just damn, yet. Gerald Green to. left the Boston the year they won. It's that's crazy. Bro. Wow. They they went twenty four and fifty eight. Yeah. We're that's not the good. best part about it. Like that's the that's the funniest part to me. We're terrible. God, that's, as a matter of fact, it's just that whole period of, of the early two thousands. It's just so it's it's such an it's such an interesting period for God, Doc. Rich. They put up ninety five points a game. Oh, uh, it, it is crazy, you know. Again, when we go back and we see all these old scores. Mm-hmm. So in real quick, in the two thousand four NBA draft, they had three first round picks. What do they, they do took with Al picks? Jefferson, Delonte West, and Tony Allen? 15, 24, and 25. Where they picked them at? I can't argue, I can't argue that. To yeah, be I was gonna say, you. I mean, no, I yeah. was gonna say the same thing because I, I, when you see the, the round number, automatically you think, oh, and then no, the 15, 24, and 25, that's not bad at all. Justin Reed, oh, good. Antoine Walker was on this team. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, this is a team, man. Gary Payton was on this team. You know, God, that such a weird period of time, man. And and wait, but this year, this year before they went with that horrible record, they actually won their division at forty-five and thirty-seven. What year was it? This was oh five oh oh four oh five. So how do they go from that to two years later, not even winning 30 games? I mean, that shit that I'm sorry, man, but someone had to have tanked. I mean, this that was bad. Rivers is a, Doc Rivers is lucky that he was even allowed to keep that job when they brought in all those guys. You know, the craziest part of all this about that is just seeing the, the words Detroit Pistons at, as the number two seed and all like <laughs> the, the, the Pistons. No, Daryl, the Pistons went 54 and 28 that year. What was that? Oh, four oh five. Yeah, and Miami went 59 and 23. Mm-hmm. So y'all were clearly just, yeah, it's just interesting to see these old rosters. Like, who was the worst? Who was the worst team? At, oh, the you know, it's just crazy to me Atlanta. how Miami is, uh, of course. Holy shit, Miami, Atlanta was 13 and 69. Damn. That would have been, that that is... been before <laughs> Joe Johnson, right? Yeah. Uh... We would have still been on the Suns. Now I kind of want to see this. Let's let me look at this roster. This Who the roster fuck was have, that roster? I know Mike was it Mike Bibby. My favorite. No, he was no, still been on the so so. It game. was um. There's there's a Josh Smith. There's a Tyron. You got Lou, young Josh Smith. Al Harrington. Tyler. Yeah. Tony Delk. Josh Childress. Yeah. Just I mean, it is literally a who's who of nobody. So they really they really added Joe Johnson to that roster and became a playoff team. That's crazy to think about. Because it kept they kept the core of that roster for a while, and of course Mike Woodson was coaching them. It's it it it's so interesting to look back and just see who was on these rosters at this. It's time. also crazy. I think coaches had way longer oh, leash back then because social media didn't exist. Yes, was did. that fat Boris Diaw? Was it in shape Boris? Well, Dio? so 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 he's he came in at two hundred and fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. So at at six eight, so I, I'm guessing in shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's because so funny two, to me. Two fifteen at six eight is is yeah. Have you ever seen his uh his highlight tape from when he was in France when he first came into the league? Yes, 
Bro, Isn't it it's nuts? A, it's fucking insane. And I know Boris Diaw was good because I used to always watch him on yeah. the Suns and shit. Yeah, I know good. he was good, right? But it's just the end of his career was so like he aged so bad and so fast. Like yeah. it felt like it just happened. Like it was a it was a thing. He was just bad. He was like in Phoenix. Yeah, I'm good. In Charlotte, I'm good. And then he just gets to San Antonio and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. And I think he just won a championship there and was, you know, done. <laughs> Which, hey, hey, that's how you want to end your career, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Real quick. Did you hear about Drew Brees? What happened? He's done as uh, with uh, NBC after one season as an analyst. What happened there? I don't know, man. He's apparently, it's just, apparently, I haven't clicked on the article yet. He wasn't good at the in the booth stuff that's for sure like he really was not good at it for one year though i know i i thought that it's so it's like one thing that like dan patrick had mentioned in an interview with uh he was talking to uh to sean payton and because and sean payton seems to genuinely have interest in doing some kind of oh right yeah i'm seeing it here and so what he mentioned is like hey you know it takes about two or three years to really get things going. They said he had a really... bad that that was a bad game. That Bengals Raiders game playoff game was that was a bad one. The one where he was the the where he was calling it. Yeah, it, it, did, it was you, him and you uh, heard how he called it, right? Yeah, it was not good. It was him and Tariko, right? Uh, was it Tariko? I don't think it was. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was a uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know if it was. I, I don't know. Playing well with with sit with with st louis i mean it's crazy just to see just to be like you know that they that that's so okay so this is a this is an interesting little uh bit of information here where uh marchand mm-hmm. where it's about the, the the you know the report on all that anyway so mm-hmm. it, the, the network apparently once saw breeze as the heir apparent to collins yep. mm-hmm. which is you know i get it but it was man that that Bengals Raider game, where he was just he was bad. Well, so you're bad. talking about putting a Fox signing him, which will be interesting to me because they're talking about moving Olsen to number one because he's done a great job. With Fox. Olsen Olsen is a natural with it, like he's mm-hmm. great. Uh, real quick with the Tom Brady stuff, uh, people are like making a big deal about it, like no 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 that's a bargain right that's going to be a bargain in a few years. What the Tom that Brady contract? Oh, that contract that's gonna be oh, peanuts. bro, peanuts. That's that's why Sean McVay said, you know what? Let Sean me, McVay let me, is a smart man. Let me give it one more year because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give it a couple more years because if Sean McVay wins that title again next year, bro, he's going. The price of the the price of the brick is so up that you oh, can't yes. ain't even nothing to talk about at that point because so, you're gonna have to throw him a bunch of money to stop yeah. coaching. And the he crazy knows, thing about him. Is he can literally just do that, come back and still be in his forties? Yeah, hell, my, he could. He could, he he could not win next year. He could make a yeah. good run next year. Yeah, and be like, you know what? I see this team falling apart. They don't have Zero. any camera, many draft picks. I'm, I'm out of here. He could go into the booth for a decade and come back to coaching and only be in his forties. <laughs> that is is isn't that fucking crazy when you think about that? Like, dude can come back after being gone for 10 years and be 45 years old, mm. like still a lot younger than what Pete Carroll is now. Hey, 
that's just it's just it's just mind-blowing like this dude could go make a billion dollars in earnings somewhere else or whatever or 500 million dollars because that's what i mean brady got 300 next one's getting 450 for you know, 400 you know which uh, i'm interested but, who because peyton's probably going to increase in pay from espn now because the, the fascinating thing about this and and because i've been i've been extremely in, interested in, in just everything that goes around it um mm-hmm. but the brady thing the it's like for Fox, I mean, that's a that's a great move because you're not bringing in Tom Brady just for for his in in the booth stuff. You're bringing name Tom Brady, value. so you your name value, but you're going to be hey, who, who what's uh the mass singer is Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, guess who they're going to ask to be on there? Guess who's going to say yes? Tom Brady, you know. Oh yeah, Fox Fox has essentially an, an ambassador right now they bought know, themselves an ambassador you know what's crazy is the person who started all of this shit was tony fucking romo man and that's what and that's what it's, well, because, because <laughs> and it's funny like because part of he's that, probably that, gonna get paid is, on his next contract well oh oh he's gonna are you kidding he's gonna be like hey remember when i was the highest paid guy i want to be that again but but the 10 years to me that's where the steal is because that means that you're not gonna have to negotiate with brady for 10 years mm-hmm 10 or i mean i'm sure you will i'm sure there's ways that he can get around it their contracts they they're broken all the time there's they're they're not like big show's ironclad contract okay do you remember that you remember when big show was walking around talking about his ironclad contract yeah this you know you know we don't have to no no we don't you know i don't like talking uh, about the big show you know i don't like have to bring that back up that was probably the worst area era big show that was oh okay i think maybe that's why i'm just Mm -hmm. over it with big shows like i've seen a lot of bad big show Mm -hmm. a lot of it a bad big show that just sounds like that anyways with the whole brady thing it's it's a steal and it's it's gonna be interesting to see just like you said who's who's the next guy to be up and the other super interesting thing is what these deals are allowing is they're allowing these kinds of deals this massive are allowing players the opportunity and i'm sure it's going to be all you know as, as long i mean really it's a weird thing but i don't think again it's just this the naivete in me speaking you know it, mm-hmm. i don't think that the network really would care if, if it's a black or white player so much so as do they have um do they have a following how big are they blah all that stuff so i think what this is a lot is going to open the door for it's going to open the door for these app for athletes to amass the kind of wealth to where they don't have to be my you know when if they want to buy into a team they don't have mm-hmm. to buy in as a minority owner they, they don't have to be, the group doesn't have to be as big that buys in. So mm-hmm. it, it really, it I think these kinds of deals, the working outside of TV or outside of the sport, all of that, as long as these deals keep getting bigger, they are going to, they are going to create an athlete who can possibly, who will probably buy a team. I just thought about something. Troy Aikman's going to be on ESPN now. Oh, I know. Everybody hates Troy Aikman. Uh, I know it was already bad enough for them. And I already well, see, here's the thing: I don't watch Monday Night Football. To be okay. fair, like I just don't because it's like nothing. Here's the thing: I watched I watched the Manning cast. The problem is, is that that's, that's what I'm about to start year. doing. 
Because oh, it's good. It's really are they good. are like, they going to extend that contract though? Because there's no way ESPN saw how popular it was and said, "I'm not going to run it for oh, 18." No, they're going to they're they're going to they're going to they're going to want to extend that damn contract. Or maybe Just are like, they like, do we keep it as a novelty thing? No, because maybe that's what adds to the popularity. I don't. I don't think they're. Did Did you see what they were doing with the P, well, what they're doing with the PGA or with the golf with the, yeah. you know, how that they're running it with that Joe Buck uh, second screen thing. So well, so well, but here let's take it a step further. The first like hour of it, it's there's it, it's not a gimmicky option. That's going to mm. be the broadcast. You you don't mm. go to ESPN two for it. It's there, and then. It, you know, goes reverts to a regular one, but the fact that they're doing that just shows you that they're experimenting with. They, they, they know it worked. They know it worked. So it's just yeah. The Monday Night Football between Steve Levy and and Lewis Riddick I, and uh, Brian Greasy. I just want to, I just want to take a fork and jab it in the back of my head. It's just it's yeah. so bad. It's 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 ear grating. I don't know. I don't know what's worse, that or Troy Buck or, or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman together. I'm interested to see Joe Buck with uh, Olsen until Brady comes in, or they just keep Olsen in that spot because Buck likes him. But I, I'm interested to see what happens there because Aikman is just every time he commentates, he's half asleep or talks he's about just, oh well, point, when I was just like I can yeah. I threw almost as many interceptions as I did touchdowns and got bailed out by. Michael Irvin and 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 uh Emmett Smith, you know, I I you know I would have did this and I would have shut, shut the fuck up. Here, shit, by the man. way, like it's like with the 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 Sue Bird Diana Taurasi stuff, which by mm-hmm. the way, that somebody so what's going on with that? Well, the, the point is is that how how good of a how good of a pair they are. Mm-hmm. Like how how because they did the, the final four stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's the it's like somebody just offer them offer them some offer them something like that you're gonna see you're seeing it more where uh, these people like when their personalities have a little bit of personality you know they also like when somebody who actively plays the game is able to articulately you know give the talk about the game and give analysis because there are plenty of people like Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth, who I don't like personally, but um, that, you know, are in that role that played sports. In, yeah, but they played it a long time ago. But well, even then, it's just like, that. it's just, they're boring Ages. to me. Like, it's just, that's what, so it's funny. That's what's so entertaining about that Manning cast is that, mm-hmm. is that, is that you're watching, you're watching Peyton Manning be on camera disgusted at bad football <laughs> like he like not like unable to hide how just disgusted he is at what he's seen and 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 because of that you have the only person who could ever do it on this planet walking this planet uh besides the other one is and you just have eli manning just poking and prodding him but th- that's also the, the great so entertaining thing about it is that Eli, I thought Eli was one of the driest fucking people in uh-huh. the world, oh, no, but he works so well next <laughs> to Peyton, TV? and it's so perfect. It just it just works. It makes so much fucking. Oh my God, bro! When he when he came on and 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 did the little little the little like foo foo apology about the about the the finger, it's just like man, I could tell he was dying, just just laughing because it's 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 it's. 
part of the fun of it is also when they have like okay bro did, have you gone back and seen the marshawn lynch segment when he was on with him no oh i think that's one of the ones bro i dropped was... an f-bomb right on tv like oh on, yeah on i seen, yeah. seen it on twitter yeah. yeah so but my point that's what it is about it though is when they have these guests on and they don't they're they're not it's not like a scripted thing it's, it's all so just, candid and it's just natural like when they have tom brady on mm-hmm. and all of a sudden by the way there's two there's there there are two versions of tom brady that exist in this world and it is um patriots way tom brady which is not a mm-hmm. fun tom brady and then like tampa tom which is just holy crap this guy has been as a personality know, has a personality. Yeah. And, and, and so anyways, when he was on with, with it's, it's with Peyton, it's so interesting with Peyton and Eli, all that history that they have and just hearing them talk like, you know, like friends and interact with each other and hearing Eli just rag on Tom because he can, he's the, <laughs> he's the brother who can, and the other one can't. And it's so, it's such an interesting dynamic like that's there's they're so opposite to one another that it's it, it, you can't help but be entertained those two were three of the only four people to has to no no i'm thinking i'm tripping peyton beat tom in that last afc championship game yeah. they played against each other that was yep. it yep. but eli owns two of the four losses in tom brady's super bowl career yes, or is it two of the three yep. Two of the four. I know he's been, you know, he's been at three. He's only, I mean, he's only been to 10. Is it only 10? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That caught me off guard. What? But, I mean, Eli owns two of the three losses and Tom Brady's. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But it, but, but I'm telling you, man, it took me forever, but I'm on the Eli train of life. Bro, Eli is going to be a Hall of Fame. People, because I have, I have a friend who gets mad every time I bring it up, and they're like, no, there's no way Eli's going to be a Hall of Famer. Famer. So I'm Eli like, is going to be a Hall of Famer. And I'm like, I know you're looking at the numbers, but you realize that this man has two Super Bowls, multiple Pro Bowl appearances. He's and going to Super Bowl. That's, that's happening. Eli Manning is a is a Hall of Famer, and they're all like, oh, he's not going to be first ballot. You realize not only not only in the sense of what he did as a football player, but everything he's doing off the field. Look, looking at Eli's accomplishments, he's a two time Super Bowl champion, two time Super Bowl MVP, four time Pro Bowler. Um, did all that shit he did in college, which I know is the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but uh, has the most passing yards in a single postseason in a year where he won the Super Bowl. Uh, 57,000 passing yards, 366 touchdowns, 244 interceptions. Plus he's Peyton's brother. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is this is this is just yeah. That's just how it goes. He's and going he, to be it's, a Hall it's of Fame. a legacy family. But here's the other thing in, in, in family thing aside, I think whether or not, I mean, as long as he's got those two wins over Brady and he's got numbers that are respectable as a, in totals. Yep. He's fine. He's in. I mean, he's got better number. He has better numbers than Kurt Warner and another Super Bowl. Yep. Look, as it stands now, when you look at the Hall of Fame, there has to be that the the line of, of demarcation that that separates whether or not you are not a Hall of Fame. And I think that mm. for for at least for quarterbacks, that line is Kurt Warner. And also, do you, this man has every single Giants passing record. Yeah, yeah. like he's going to win. 
he's going to the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. based off of the fact that he was the franchise's best quarterback when they won two of their threes, Frank, so, you know, Super Bowls. Like, that, that's just not how – I don't – it's just a stupid argument. Yeah. A well, I mean, argument. Big Ben is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So then – so then – Peyton, Peyton, Eli has as many rings as he does. Eli has as many rings as Peyton does. He has more than, uh, you know, he has the same amount as Big Ben. You're has, right, you're right, yeah, you're right. He has the same. Well, I mean, that first one doesn't really count for Ben. Mm-hmm. It does, but, you know, whatever. Uh, either way, the the point is, is that Eli Manning is absolutely a Hall of Famer. And he's really fucking entertaining on the Manning cast. And more, and, and it, it is interesting. It's great that, that, networks are taking these chances it's only going to be a matter of time till the manning family buys a team mm-hmm. you know now that they're i mean they're they're amassing the wealth that they need to and they're probably going to all together buy it they're all in i'm sure they're all individually wealthy although in my mind i just think they keep one big bank account oh yeah probably which is funny which is funny because that that just does seem like one of those weird like you know, I don't even know what to call their family. It's like, uh, you know what I mean? One of those kinds of families with, with a long lineage of star athletes and football yeah. players. Bullshit. Like the Boses. <laughs> Fucking barf. Hate them. Anyways. Or I, or at least the one who we know, we know the kind of person he is. They're probably you know, all like that. I, I just, I've there. just come Have to you that not seen them? Joey, look- Nick is the one. That plays for San Francisco, who yes, big MAGA boy, yeah. Oh God, and anyways, it is what it it is what it is with him. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know what other things we have that we can chat about. That's like oh, one more okay. thing, Anthony, because I know uh, oh, Christopher Paul. Tonight, uh-huh. this is your legacy game, brother. This it, your legacy is on the line. Now, I'm not anybody important, but you were 0 and six in game sixes in your career, and in, in, in game sevens in your career. Hey, Man, look, now's the time. You're not injured right now, as far as I know. Last year, you got injured in the finals. I, I will give you the the injury that he had. I've had it. It is not fun to deal with. I get it. Right? Yeah. This year, hey, look. Bro, you're 30. What he's what 38? You're not getting any younger. This is the end of the line. This year is your legacy year. You this year determines whether you are a top three-point guard or not, essentially. Yeah. Because if you don't win that championship, compared to the other people that are on that list, you might get in there according to some people. But consensus, you probably will be left out because y'all are not winning a championship next year. I know I'm thinking way far ahead, but there's no, not really much but, of things to do with that not- roster. But but it, it is a valid thing to think because at some point, like like you said, it is his legacy. This is it. You know, you're not going to be playing for you. Don't have another five years. I mean, no. Okay, granted, I, I'm not going to say no to that because I've no. But he'll be 43. But but, but, but a, 43 this is the, this basketball. Is different. It's different. It's different. You're right. It's different because of the 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 way that of what you have to do in basketball. Also. And, a lot of he's, Brady's shortcomings because he's 43 gets covered up by scheme and, yeah, and talent yeah, around course, him. Of course. When as a point guard, it's just 5v5. You're, yep. you're exposed to, yep. you know, the and elements look, in the situation. And we are, and he's, yes, you know, part of the reason that Chris Paul is still so good as he is right now, it's not that he is, that his athleticism is held up. That's gone. 
It's a, a matter of Monty Williams it, has done a great job of. Well, he was good in OKC. But so so here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about Chris Paul. Well, so this is the very specific reason I think, and I've and I've heard it before, and and it, it makes sense. And I, mm-hmm. but um, he plays. He understands angles so well, mm-hmm. and exactly what he needs to do with the ball to get it to go into that hoop with without having all the athleticism he once had mm-hmm. like there's just certain ways that he moves that he knows how to how to maneuver when he's on the court that mm-hmm. th- that not you can tell that you can see how he how he looks at the court differently uh, it's just it's 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 the to me i mean i think that that's the reason that his game has stood as as strongly as it has for as long as it has is because he understands more so that he he's not just relying on his athleticism. Mm-hmm. But if that makes sense, yeah. It, all I'm saying is, man, Chris, it, it, it's <laughs> the discussion about him is going to get real, real. Real nasty if they lose this game seven, especially they were what three two, no three one. No, no, they were up three. No, was it three one? No, I think the series was. Were they up three one? Yeah, no, I know, no, 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 they weren't. They they weren't because it ended up being two two. Remember? Yeah, two two, and then Phoenix won back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this, so so no, it wasn't a Doc Rivers situation. But Uh, it's still gonna look bad because they were the first seed. Yes, well, not just the first seed. They're they're the first seed, and they were miles the number ahead one of team in the NBA. And they and it, and it wasn't even close. That's the other thing. It was not as close as people would like to think to to make it out to be. Where it's like, no, these they're the only team that won sixty games. Like they, they I mean, they're sixty two games. It's sixty four. Sixty four. We were wrong about the record. Yeah. So they're sick. They went sixty four and eighteen. Yep. They didn't even they didn't even get to 20 losses. The point nope. is you can't be that good and then come up short in a game seven when it when again when you're playing a team that only has Luka Don Dantich. Don Don, well, my God, I totally stumbled over my words. His last that's game. the problem, Anthony, is that it's not that right now. No. Because Jalen Brunson has come on uh, big time in us, the yeah. playoffs. Uh what's his name? Fucking uh Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, Reggie Bullock has been good. Mm-hmm. Maxi Kleber has had his games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I don't know what Phoenix is going. How they Phoenix they is have not. They haven't made the. It's like so. Here's it's 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 almost like there's they they think they're still playing the team they scouted heading into the series. As nah, and to look at the team that's playing now. You got to adjust. And also, Chris Paul, you cannot. I, 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 see, here's the thing. I really don't. I really hate the fucking fouling that's been going on just in general. Yeah, it's yeah. just bad. That's just bad because for him to have gotten, yeah, no, that that was just not good. That whole thing was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the funny thing is, is I think that even I think you and I talked about this. Is even if the Suns get out of this series, they only have a worse nightmare waiting for them. <laughs> Well, like, that's if the Warriors are home because they uh, true. No, true. But chances are, hmm. I, here's. I mean, I think at this point, you know, there are certain things that we should just, you know, 
it's very rare that I am going to bet against Steph Curry being on. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, even yeah, even definitely. if he had an off season, it's like I just I'm not going to take a chance and say that the Warriors aren't going to. I mean, totally you see what he did the, the game. You see what he did the, in the game six. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, the the idea that yeah, okay, fine, you might survive, and that's what that's what they're doing. By the way, they're surviving the Mavericks. I'm sorry. When you're the when you're the higher seed and the lower seed is the one who's almost going to beat you, you're surviving. That's just how but, it is. And look, and don't and don't get me wrong. This is not me, at least me saying that I think that, that this should have been a cakewalk. But no, at some no, point, no, no, no. At some point, because I think I seen it too early, early and it made so much sense. I think LeBron made it way too it made it harder on other teams in terms of perception because he made it seem mm-hmm. easy to get to the finals because of how many times he did it. Yeah. It's not easy no. at all. It wasn't easy for him. He just did it a lot because I mean it's fucking LeBron James. Yeah. But it's some and, point, and, and he played at an East that well. I mean, the Hawks were the number one seed one year, hmm. so but it's, that's but at all some you point. Do. You have to take charge, and as a one seed, and put your fucking foot on the fucking ground and say, you know what, we're the better team. I know they have Luca, but I'm not gonna let the Mavericks beat me. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, they have Luca, but we said this earlier. You have Chris Paul. You have DeAndre Ayton. You have Devin Booker. You have Jay Crowder. You have a better you have a better team. That's, that is the thing. You have a better team, therefore you have to be better. It, like you said, it's not that it's a cakewalk. It's just that you are the better team. But they're letting Jalen Brunson shoot and put up 18 the points problem. a game. And I'm and not Jalen Brunson has had a great playoffs. He had a great regular season. I'm not taking mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is about to get paid a lot of money, whether it yeah. is on Dallas or it is with somebody else. I'm taking nothing away from him. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have to put and either either Jalen Brunson is just that motherfucker, or you got to mm-hmm. put your foot down and say, I'm not having this shit anymore. You go I'm for stopping Jalen Brunson for beating us. You go for the kill. You, you put your, your foot on the back of their neck and you push down. The problem is you know what? they're not. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna act like I have some strategic, uh, no. you know, analysis of the game where I can tell you exactly how they stopped Jalen Brunson from getting in his offense. But I'm telling you right now, if Jalen Brunson continues the trend that he's had this whole series and he puts up 18 mm-hmm. or 20, this series is over. Ooh, we're 10 minutes away from it. Yep. Oh, it's gonna be good, man. Um, it, it's just like. It's, it's it's the same way that the way that I say, and I know you agree because we talked about it earlier, that mm-hmm. it is absolutely fair to criticize and to to question Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. It's just as equally fair to question Chris Paul by that logic. And if he comes up short again, because it's like you said, at some point, well, how many game sevens did you say he lost? He's hold on, let me look up the exact tweet. Is it six or ten or oh for six? I think oh for six. I mean, that's that's a pattern in and of itself. So is uh, look it up real quick. Uh, he is yeah, he is oh for six in his last six game sevens, the longest uh streak in NBA history. So ah. if your lasting legacy is you going zero for seven in your last seven game sevens, uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, so, 
And this is this is coming off of Phoenix struggling with with New Orleans. And I know Devin Booker went out, but you're the one seed. New Orleans is playing without their best player. Uh, literally, you have to you have to isolate Brandon in- Brandon Ingram. Which and it has CJ McCollum played well for a couple of those games. So I can't say that. I'm not going to sit there and say that, actually. But you have the talent to beat De- Phoenix without Devin Booker, should be good enough to beat the Pelicans without the Pelicans. Zion Williamson. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's, here, here's. And the fact that they had to go to what, six games in that series? But here, here's the thing about that Phoenix about the about Phoenix, and it's and it should be that way. They shouldn't have struggled as much as they did because I really think you know. And again, it's not saying that Devin Booker isn't important, but at least in that first round against that team, you know, Devin Booker's act. It would have been a bigger problem if Chris Paul wasn't playing. Let me put it that way. Instead, you know what I mean. Like you shouldn't have struggled. The point is they're better, man. The point is they're, they won 64 fucking games. Actually, they struggled. I think they struggled more with Devin Booker on the court versus the Pelicans. Because, so here's the thing Booker. that I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. With, with Devin Booker, because uh, I was okay, no, about no, no, no. D-Book, D-Book got hurt. Was it in game one, I think? Yes. Okay, uh, so I've I, 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 won, yeah. I uh I'm, I'll I'll take back that comment then. Okay. All right. Well, no. But, yeah, um, no. Uh, but still, the fact but, that that series went to okay, yeah, that was it. So he gets hurt in game two, and they come back. They win that one, and then they <clears> won <throat> game five, I think. Okay. Or game four. But okay. that's my point exactly. They they shouldn't have went to six games. They shouldn't have mm-hmm. dropped two games. I get losing that one game because you just lost your best player. That's a, you know it's a shock. You know yeah. winning again in, in New Orleans and then losing that next game. Yeah, can't be doing and, that. And, and the and the reason you can and the re, and it and it's one of those things where it's like we're not saying it's easy. It's just a matter of you are in fact that much better than this Pelicans team because have you seen this Pelicans team? Mm-hmm. Have you seen their record? They're not a great team. You shouldn't have struggled as hard as 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 much as you did with them. Imagine the heat that the the heat that Miami would have gotten if they dropped another game to the Hawks. <sighs> well, it wouldn't have been good. You know what I mean? No, well, I mean, I mean, it's look, it, 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 it's funny because in the opposite end, what you get is with, and, and this is, you know, I mean, there's credence to this in that, you know, Phoenix is a team full of well, pretty much for the most part veterans, but you know, the Grizzlies, when they were struggling with Minnesota got a lot of the, you know, Hey, they're young. They're, they don't, they're just, they're still young, mm-hmm. but with Phoenix, like you can't, afford them the excuses it's you it's, were there you were that's if, what it is yeah you were you were right there last year and but then Giannis went fucking super singing you, you know what it is veterans for like like decades you have a you have a 37 year old man leading your team like there's no excuses for oh they lack the experience no they have the experience like and again nobody's making those that excuse my point is mm-hmm. is that that there shouldn't be any excuses for this team it, they have guys like uh, okay, Landry Shamit was on the team last year. Campaign was on that team last year. Javale mm-hmm. McGee was on that team last year. Was he? Wait a minute, know. I gotta check that. I gotta check that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I don't know if I don't know if this is first year in Phoenix or second. Okay, no, because he was with Denver last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But either way, you have. Let's go back. You have. Shamit was here. Payne was here. Crowder was there. Cam Johnson, Michael Bridges, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Devin Booker. That's over 50% of your team that was on the team that was two ga- games away from being a champion last year. So 
at this point, you know what it takes to get there. You know what it takes to win. It's all about getting over that hump. And I'm I, I'm not going to say anything because the game hasn't happened yet. But if yeah. they lose tonight, then it's just obvious they can't get over that hump. And, mm-hmm. you know, from the Sun standpoint, they don't really have the money or the room to make a move to improve the team. Well, what, what I mean, what move could they possibly make? You know, that's the thing. That, that's why, like, what, what, mm-hmm. I mean, even if they had the money, like right now, who is out there that they can sign and bring in that would be that much of a, that would be good enough, that, that would be the person that they needed to get over that hump? Shit, I couldn't tell you. Exactly. It, that, that's how, like, it, it, that's why it's like, you gotta win now. Yep. At, at the end of the day, it's just, at the end, I hate that cliche. Uh, but it is, it, it really is. I mean, just, at the end of the day, they have to win. Tonight yeah. is the night. Yeah. Shit, man, it's gonna be really it's gonna be really interesting to to see how things turn out because we're gonna be talking a lot about a lot of things tomorrow if Chris Paul loses again. We're already gonna be talking about the damn Celtics and the Bucks or hearing having to hear about it. Yeah. Oh god. I wonder what Stephen A is gonna have to say. I cannot believe I just said that. I'm not even more so for the sake of is it gonna be hilarious? Oh, what a but what a I will say this this is probably second to you know when I'm whom uh, I love all of the football season but this is the best part of of, of basketball that we're at it, right it, it, it reminds me of last year <clears throat> when the playing games were coming when those when those last that last yeah. week of bat football came up and you needed a crazy scenario and yes the bitch ass Colts lost and the, got the 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 uh and then the Raiders ended up Blowing that game because oh no wait which one of them blew that game oh yeah the the Chargers ended up missing the playoffs because uh-huh. uh, Brandon Staley wanted to be a dumbass and call that timeout when the Raiders were going to concede and let yeah, the Chargers it, that was the where playoffs. that game was like got but man yeah oh, what a what a good season <laughs> what a good season I that shit had to be scripted I, I stand about, by that we're already talking about missing the NFL. <laughs> like, oh man it's time to get this shit I, going man i know i'm sorry man can y'all just like the usfl isn't gonna cut it they have like three people watching and well, i don't the mean problem that, like, is i mean literally in person the problem is is that the only games they show up to are birmingham games yeah because they only have one headquarters city yeah yeah so i know why they is, did that was to save money which was smart but just from a they because they get good viewership it's just yeah. From well, me, for me personally, why I'm not trying to watch football out, with like three people. But why it. don't you also rent out? Because it reminds me a lot of that fucking pandemic era wrestling. God, I hated it. It was just unwatchable because it's it's quiet. This is the kind of event that needs a crowd. Hmm. Um, either way, I can't wait for football to come back. I might check the USFL game. I think that's where we'll cut this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, think we, I mean, we, I just don't want to talk about Golden State and the Grizzlies because there's nothing really to talk about there. The Grizzlies well, lost. Yeah, they were young. They were the young look, and 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 I, I can't believe I'm giving them that excuse, but but they were also. I mean, hey, look, it's you're just it's just the Warriors, man. They're not a bad team. Like, yeah, they were the third seed, but they're not a bad team. Well, I mean, you had you had. Clay coming back from injury and trying to deal with the team. Draymond gets hurt. Steph gets hurt. Or yeah, he was slumping. I don't, did he get hurt during the season? I can't remember. Uh, Everything's a blur to me at this point. But it all blends together. Yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of factors that went into them struggling. 
middle of the season. But I mean, like you said, they're the Warriors, and these dudes know how to fucking win. They've been here before. That trio has been here before. And then adding Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins to that. Kavon Looney's playing well in his role. The only person that they might have missed on was, or at least it seems like they might have missed was Wiseman. He just was Wiseman, and that might be it, which is, I mean, that's. Well, I hate that Wiseman was hurt all year because I really do feel like that makes it hard to figure out. It, those big men usually take a leap in year two or three. So, so we'll see. I think so, that's, so I think that's what I said. Um, I made sure to like clarify. It appears, but mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, like I said, I, we got to give him a year, at least a, a full, or at least a mostly full, healthy year. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is interesting because on the other hand, you had remember when the Cavaliers selected Anthony Bennett. So, yeah, that that was that was a yeah. terrible draft. Yeah, so, I mean, but but my point is, do you remember when the Cavaliers got a few first like number one picks back to back? And yeah, God, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. But anyways, Warriors, they build a good team. So that's that's the that's that in a nutshell. Um, <coughs> I guess we'll leave it at that. Uh, this has been the Beards that's and Balls that. podcast. Uh, you can follow me, Anthony F. at Border underscore 19 on Twitter and on Instagram, and you can follow Daryl where? 3Ds1J on Twitter and the Coaches Challenge on Twitch. Perfect, perfect. All right, well, we'll do this again next week. Yep. See y'all. All right, peace.